Hello, treasured women, and happy new year. As we start 2022, our theme is fearless. What a great way to start off a new year with a new confidence in God and in yourself. Today, we are going to take a look at how to be fearless and how fear can come to an end in your life so you can walk in freedom. Every Christmas at Trumpets of Tirza, we have a reflective Christmas program that focuses on the journey of Mary that leads up to the birth of Christ. This year, it was the first time I led the program in a virtual setting, but I actually broke down and I cried as we were ending. All of the hardships that Mary endured touched me in a brand new way this year. Being a woman who was paving the way for something that had never been done before, yet so long anticipated. And through the hardships, she rejoiced in the Lord and had joy through it all. Mary was fearless. Mary knew the scriptures. Mary knew that her God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, would be sending a savior into the world. And when the angel appeared to her and told her that she was to become pregnant with the savior, that would be enough to frighten anyone. The unknown, the unfamiliar, it tends to frighten us. So I wanna break this down. I want to break down what actually this is, so regardless of where your beliefs are right now, I want you to be open to listening as I talk about this fear. So fear on many levels can make us freeze and stay right where we are. Fear keeps us from moving forward. Fear keeps us locked into what we know to be familiar. The dictionary's definition of fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending anger, evil, or pain. Wow. Whether the threat is real or imagined, fear, this distressing emotion, is not from God. God doesn't cause us distress. Fear is from the enemy. Fear is from the devil. The enemy uses fear to hold us back from achieving what God wants us to. The dictionary also tells us that fear is a noun. That means a person, a place, or a thing. Fear is used by the enemy like weight and chains so we can't move. This noun of fear has the power to actually bind our steps. We even use the words paralyzed with fear when we're talking about fear. But just like a wolf in sheep's clothing, fear can sneak into your life and bind you before you even realize it's there. The enemy's job is to keep you as far away from God as possible, including doing godly things. For far too long, Christians in general have submitted to fear. 2020 was a great example of submitting to fear. 
and I speak with women on a weekly basis who are being held hostage by fear. But God gave us tools to combat fear in addition to his promises. And so when you're aware that God gives us these tools, then fear is something that is dead in your life. Do you need fear to be dead in your life today? I want us to take a look at this scripture. It's Romans 8 verses 31 and 32 and it says, What then shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be successful against us? He who did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Truth. Truth in scripture. The truth of what God offers us. Jesus paid the price in full for us. The Father sent his Son to die a terrible death for you and for me so that fear would have no real power over us. Any person can seem intimidating, especially bullies, but most of the time when a bully is confronted, they back right down. It's a bluff, it's a lie, and fear is just like that. It's a big, fat, ugly lie <laughs> that has no place in a Christian's life. When Jesus was taken before Pontius Pilate, he was given a way out, but didn't take it. Jesus had no fear. Jesus only wanted to be obedient to God the Father and to the Father's plan. And so when we have a deep relationship with God and we know him on a personal level, then we have so much awe and so much reverence for him that nothing else matters. Fear isn't a factor in our lives. Fear is unable to bind us because God is in control. The things that are not of God cannot coexist with God. Now, maybe you are thinking that that was easy for Jesus because although he was fully man, he was also fully God. But when we look at scripture, we can see example after example of God's children rising up in the face of fear because they weren't afraid. We saw this in Moses. We saw this in Joseph, in Esther, in Mary, the mother of Jesus. When the angel came to Mary, so many practical thoughts could have come into her head. Am I going to be stoned to death? Will my parents believe me? Will Joseph believe me? I am going to be ridiculed by the entire village. No one will welcome me into their home ever again. The same thoughts that Mary could have had are actually the same thoughts that you and I sometimes have. It's all based on fear. I can't share Jesus at work because I might get fired. It's the fear of losing a job, which keeps you back from sharing who God is in his power and in his might. 
I might lose the few friends that I have. I might not get my promotion because my boss isn't Christian. These thoughts come from fear and fear is a liar. Mary knew God and Mary knew that fear had no place in her life. So she told the angel that she was a servant to the Lord. If Mary was hesitant, she would have stopped there, but she took it even one step further. She said, my soul magnifies and exalts the Lord. What an honor to be used by God. Notice that I said it's an honor to be used by God. It's not easy. Not being able to be bound by fear is freedom. We are our freest when we are obedient to our God. We have a fullness and we are fulfilling the purpose that he created us for. When fear is not a part of our life. Fear has no place in our purpose. Fear's job is to keep us from the things that God has for us. In 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, it says, For God did not only give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and of personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced, and self-control. Some of you need to bury your fear. And I want you to do that today. You can do that by realizing that this is not from God. God did not make you to fear. God did not make you to retreat. You are called to press forward and advance God's plan. God gave his Holy Spirit to you to walk in authority and power. Walk in confidence. Walk with your head held high, knowing that you are the daughter of the king. And that cannot be taken from you ever. God cannot be stolen from. Breathe in this truth to the core of who you are. Reflect on the scripture I just recited and ask the Holy Spirit to give you a revelation about it. Father God created you to walk in power and in love, in sound judgment and personal discipline. You are bold. You are strong. You are fearless. Anything else is just a lie that you need to let go of. I'm praying that you step into a fuller understanding of how God created you. I want you to be free so that you can experience all that God has created for you, all that he is holding for you. It's yours if you are willing to submit. If you are a woman, join my leadership course. It starts again on January 17th. You can come to our virtual Taste and See event. We meet over Zoom. It's free on January 6th. It's a time to get to know more about me, get to know more about my tribe, about our courses. And that gives you a time to ask any questions that you might have. 
blessings to you in 2022. And God bless you on your leadership journey.